Welcome to the SYP Oxford podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, and this week I'm here with the founder of the publishing profile, Verity Stewart. Welcome, Verity. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me on. So exciting. Yeah, no, it's, it's lovely to have you. So the publishing profile, can you tell us a bit about what it actually, what is it? What is the publishing profile? <laughs> Absolutely. So the publishing profile is a new website that I set up at the beginning of July, um, basically giving insight into what publishers are actually reading. Um, so trying to broadcast the diverse, varied reading interests of people who work in the industry. So far, we've, we've got lots of different categories on the website. So far, I've included academic publishing, design, book selling, audio, literary agency, literary festivals, events, editorial, marketing, production, publicity, rights, sales and translation. I think I've covered all of those, but um, I'm sort of aiming to give an overview of the different roles people have in the industry, their personal relations to um, personal relationships to their jobs, but also the books they read as part of their jobs and as part of their personal lives. Um, and I hope to keep exploring all those different roles within the industry. Um, and I guess the project is also kind of about demystifying the publishing world um, and creating a space for I guess the underrepresented books on our bookshelves sometimes um, so the questions I ask focus not just on what people are reading but how they got into the industry and how their experiences are shaped by what they read so hopefully it's useful for people who work in the publishing industry and for aspiring publishers such as myself hopefully that's a good overview <laughs> I mean it sounds like you've done a very comprehensive overview and managed to get in touch with a lot of people <laughs> from a lot of different places so that is that's awesome <laughs> and uh yeah I, I find uh, you manage to get people from like translation and production and I'm like, I don't I don't know anyone who works in translation or production so that's that's quite that's that's impressive um and what made you want to start this this whole adventure what sparked you to to create the publishing profile well so I finished my undergraduate degree in English this year during lockdown during coronavirus I just finished the University of Oxford um, I, I knew I wanted to get into publishing but I found myself like so many others just unsure of where to start you know lots of people had jobs and had fallen through or work experience internships opportunities were so limited um, because of everything that was going on um, and I just thought well why not create my own project, try to get my name out there, try to do something which will help me, but also help other people. Um, I was, you know, I was thinking, oh, I, I could start a blog, which would have been really fun, like a, a really valid thing to do. But I think what this um, project has allowed me to do is develop SEO skills, like website building, net networking with all different people, and also just giving me the insight as to, as to what I would potentially like to do when I hopefully enter the publishing industry. Um, and I've had a really, really lovely responses from people, um, really nice messages. And so that it's been very rewarding and fulfilling. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been a really positive experience so far. And I'm really, really glad that I set it up. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I'm sure. I mean, I've been reading quite a few <laughs> of, of the entries. Just I'm so, I'm so nosy and I love mm -hmm. seeing what other people are reading. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone loves talking about what they read and what other people are reading, especially if you're in the publishing industry. I feel like it's everyone likes talking about that. So why not have, have a platform just for those voices? Definitely. I think as well, because I work in sort of academic books, uh, in student books, in fashion and design. But if you look at my bookshelves at home... <laughs> You, you, I mean, I love, I love the books I work on, but it's not what I would read on a day-to-day basis. So it's really interesting, I think, to see um, uh, all these people who work in these different sectors and whether or not like, their bookshelves reflect mm. the books they work on. So that I find really interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's a really interesting point uh, in regards to what people actually working in the, publish- in the publishing industry can gain from it as well. I think... I think what was important about my aim of um, exploring what people read for their job, but also for their personal life, was the sort of sense of humanising it. So saying that not everything you read is part of your job because your job isn't your life. You know, you've got these different factions, you've got these different sections, um, and you might work in you might work in journals, but you know, you might love crime fiction or poetry or like science fiction, like anything like that. And I think that's really exciting because you it, it just humanises a person. You get to see all you know all all the different complex um details um about about these people um and that makes me more excited to work in the industry good good i'm glad i'm glad to hear that glad it hasn't scared you off (laughs) hasn't put me off no (laughs) well i think one of the things that i find fascinating as well is the way that stuff that you read for like personal enjoyment even though it might not actually be direct directly related to what you're working on you can still learn Mm. so much from it and apply Mm. so like I love reading fantasy books I'm a massive fantasy fan which has nothing to do with what I do in my day-to-day job but it's kind of you can almost think creatively with it and go oh well I've seen because I work in marketing so I've seen a campaign for this particular fantasy book and I like how they did that how can I apply that to what I do? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I I try to ask pretty general questions so that the interviewees can respond to it in whatever way they see fit, essentially. It's sort of giving people a space to, uh, giving people a creative space so they can talk about whatever they want to talk about, really. So even though I I, I, I do ask questions, it's, it's pretty broad in like what you want to say. You can send loads of pictures and you can sort of show people um, the creative spaces that like you have at home and work, which I think is really exciting. Um, and I think I just, I, it, it, the website's been useful for encouraging people to write as much as they like about how they consume books personally as well as their job. Um, you, you, you have to answer all the questions. You can be really informal. You can be very professional and formal. Um, and I enjoy reading the, the variety of responses. So I hope everyone else does too. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure people do. Um, and is there anything that you feel that you have learnt about about publishing or about work in general from uh, from doing these interviews and and speaking to people and learning what people in publishing are reading absolutely i think um I feel lucky for one that I've learned so much just from my bedroom um even of course there is so much more to learn it's it's been amazing just ha- you know to be able to have this opportunity um I think I've learned lots about the variety of 
people, of job roles, of publishing houses, you know, not just the big publishing enterprises, but not-for-profit presses, independent presses, academic publishing houses that we haven't heard much about, literary agencies. Um, uh, one of the most recent profiles was looking at someone from the bookseller as well as the Cheltenham Literary Festival. And sometimes people don't think of that as being part of the publishing industry. So I think it's quite um, expansive and um, allowing you to sort of see see what's going on within this very vast industry. Um, also, I think there's so much beyond ed editorial, which I think lots of people think all oh, that public think that's what publishing is, um, which that's that's valid. But there's so much more going on. There's sales, there's translation, there's rights, all, all this really really interesting, fascinating stuff. Um, and also, I think people come into publishing through all different avenues. I've done an English degree. I know that's a very common thing, but Loads of people have come through it from completely different angles, people from all over the world. Um, and that's been, that's been really exciting to see. Oh, actually, there's, there's so much more going on than I thought there was. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've learned so much. and I hope to keep learning more. I, I've, I, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what else I learned from the project. No, it's, I'm sure there is. I mean, I'm, you know a few years into working in publishing and I'm still learning new and exciting things which I think is which is one of the things that I like about working in publishing actually you can you can still discover new things even when you're not brand new anymore there's still I'm, st I'm still working on demystifying some other departments um, that I've never worked in um, yeah I think it's interesting to see what publishers rave about versus what's on bookshelves and what's on the best-selling charts and or like how they relate to one another you know lots of people will read lots of contemporary like literary fiction prize winning but then I've, I've read so many really interesting books I never would have heard of otherwise I think um I know Claire Bogan from the Three of Cups Press mentioned Batiki by um Patricia Grace which it's a it's a novel about this Maori family off the coast of New Zealand and I never I don't think I'd ever read um, a piece of indigenous literature before um, which I think you know absolutely I would love to read more of um, but it's stuff like that which I've stumbled across books that I never would have picked up um, and that's one of my favorite books of the year um, so I think there are some really great book recommendations on there I would really recommend <laughs> just like checking out some of those <laughs> <laughs> if you're, if you're wanting, wanting to, you're stuck for what you want to read next, it's a good exactly. place to go. <laughs> exactly. And what do you think that aspiring publishers can learn from reading these profiles and getting to know these, these publishing people a bit better? Mm. I think I'm one of them, so hopefully they'll have the same response as me um, of... Of just being able to see oh there's this part of the industry I hadn't heard about there's um I, I really appreciate that working style or I, I, I I'd love to work with the cookbooks for example I think it's just opening up the different avenues um of what you can hopefully achieve within the industry and I also think just in terms of accessibility there has been so many fantastic initiatives out there um produced over lockdown um, I think it's worth noting also that some of them haven't been started by people in the industry I mean the publishing post uh, created by Chelsea Graham has been absolutely amazing um, the outreach it's had has been just so inspirational and I think it shows 
how hard aspiring publishers are working in regards to access. Um, and so I, I, I think it's, it's stuff like that, um, lots of podcasts being started, like Up North, for example, of course, SYP, all these initiatives which one, make you want to work in the industry, but two, make you realise, oh, you can do some of this stuff yourself as well. Um, and hopefully people can take that away from the publishing profile. Yes, definitely. I have noticed over over lockdown there have been a lot of lots of exciting publishing related things starting up, and I think that's. It, it, I mean, it's amazing. It's just so exciting to see all these people who are wanting to be in publishing, who are being creative and and doing doing their own thing um, to 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 make their mark, which is which is just awesome and can only be can only be good for publishing and the future of publishing <laughs> these, are, these are the people we want we want we want in publishing and we want to hire <laughs> yeah it shows people really care i think <laughs> um and actually so as you've been going around asking everyone else what's on their bookshelf what is currently on your bookshelf <laughs> Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I've just finished Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. I feel like it's um, starting to get autumnal now. It's moving into October. So I wanted a big historical novel to read. And Sarah Waters is one of those writers who's I've wanted to read for ages and never actually sunk my teeth into. So that that was that was really great. Um, I've also been reading Waterlog by Roger Deakin, um, which is kind of a... A, a, a cult book within the nature writing community I feel like that like that's one of my niches I really enjoy nature writing travel writing <laughs> um, and I enjoy wild swimming so um, that book is all about wild swimming <laughs> wow. um, and it's just beautifully written so if you want any nature writing recommendations waterlog is really good and so is the living mountain by Nan Shepherd that that's a really short beautiful book that I think everyone should read those are excellent recommendations. Not an area that I read a lot of, but I think I will have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time, Verity, and thank you for telling us a bit more about uh, the publishing profile. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure being on the SYP podcast. I've listened to all the episodes, so it's really exciting that um, I've been able to feature on it, um, and it's been lovely speaking to you, Charlotte. Oh, good. Excellent. So, yeah, hopefully we will see you all again very soon i hope you enjoyed this episode of the syp podcast and hopefully we'll see you again soon don't forget to check out syp oxford on twitter at syp underscore oxford and on our instagram as well where we have some great mini book reviews to give you some reading inspiration while you're in lockdown to keep up to date with all things syp please sign up to our newsletter on the syp website at the syp.org.uk can't wait to see you guys again soon.